0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited right now because I'm recording this podcast episode in my new house. I recently moved in with my boyfriend to a house we are renting together. It's a big step. I've never lived with a man before where it's like fully sharing space, you know, our names on everything together, um, but it feels so right, you know, and I think it's in it's something that has just kind of been on my mind is, you know, there was a time in my life where I didn't think it was possible to be in a healthy partnership because I had so much evidence of it not being possible. Um, And so, yeah, that's just a little personal life update of just being in awe of uh, this person that the universe has brought into my life and being in a relationship with someone and feeling this, I don't know how, a sense of equality and partnership. Um, and mutual respect and mutual understanding and mutual patience and so many things in a partner that I've wanted. But I, again, didn't know it was possible, but I always kept the faith and I held the faith and I kept the possibility. And I would say like, when people would ask me, you know, just to protect my own energy, when people would be like, Oh, why aren't you, why aren't you dating anyone? Why are you single? I would always joke around and be like, Oh, I just haven't met him yet. And that was always my response and people were always so taken back by that and so I just want to gift that to you if you've been in a space of like questioning you know is there a person out there for me um, that that can be a rejuvenating and healthy and exciting and loving relationship is that possible for someone like me where if you find your energy drain or you get yourself into a funk every time someone asks you about it, A way you can take your power back is by speaking into existence what it is that you want to be true versus creating a whole story or sharing a story that you have about how there's no good people out there anymore, no good guys, no good women, no good whatever, whatever, and speaking into existence more of what is the current reality. Um, so, just reply be like oh i haven't met him yet but i'm I'm looking forward to it like oh he hasn 't found me yet, <laughs> whatever you 'd like to say or oh i haven 't met her yet, whatever that is for you um, and so that kind of leads us into the topic for our episode today, which is around optimism and 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 the abundance mindset and what your um, projections are rooted in. You know, we we all kind of future pace. You know, where we try and future plan things, or we try and map things out in our mind. And you know, for anyone that's a fellow, you know, people pleasing, recovering <laughs> uh, perfectionist, procrastinator, all those things. Oftentimes, something that we all have in common is this desire to control certain things. So uh, we can, you know, feel in control, try to control. And oftentimes that manifests through overthinking and getting in our head and trying to map out every possible scenario that can happen so we can feel in control. And, you know, the greatest remedy for that is trust, being able to trust the process, learning how to trust the process, learning how to develop a relationship with source, with spirit, with God, with the universe, with mother nature, whatever, whatever resonates with you really, because trust only makes sense when you believe in a higher power that cares about you, or you believe in the law of attraction that, you know, what we put out, we get back as far as energy goes, you know? And so we want to stay in an optimistic perspective on the things in our life, even when we don't have the evidence. And so the way that I like to kind of filter my own um, thoughts and responses in life is asking, what is this rooted in? You know, so if I ever go to make a decision, is it rooted in love or is it rooted in fear? And there was many times before the house that I'm in right now that I wanted to say yes to a place, but I knew if I said yes it would be rooted in fear. Cuz it would be rooted in the thought, what if I don't find another place and I miss an opportunity? Right, and that's a real thing. We have these fears of, like, oh, if I miss an opportunity, especially if there is something that you know there's a timeline, and this is where we have to lean into the energy that we feel within our body. When you visualize yourself saying yes or no to whatever is in front of you, whether it's a date or a job or uh conversations or whatever it might be, when you visualize doing it, do you feel? an expansion where an opening, a widening, a stretching like something that feels like, oh, feels like a bigness that you can step into, like, does it feel like expansion or does it feel constricting and contracting, like it is forcing you to get a little bit small in order to be comfortable, you know, and this is where we get to listen to our intuition and that, cause that's what it is. When you visualize something and it feels like expansive and opening and beautiful and like, wow, I want that. And then you know that your decision is rooted in love. It's your intuition. But if you feel like it's contracting, it's probably rooted in fear. You know, when we make decisions rooted in fear, it's from the beliefs of I'm not enough. There's not enough. It's not enough. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I have the energy. I don't know if I'm capable. I don't know. Right. And so it's this this feeling of there's not enough to go around, so I need to protect myself. You know, that's what the the ego in our psyche just wants to protect us. And it does a really good job of protecting us. And it has. But oftentimes the things that we want to need protection from, we don't need protection from anymore you know, ways that we used to cope around avoiding rejection. So we wouldn't put ourselves out. If you didn't put yourself out there, if you are in the process of learning how to take up more space and let yourself be heard and let your opinions be said and be in more intimate, deeper relationships with the people around you, sometimes it doesn't feel safe. And so that's why it's important to instead reflect on, does it, would it be brave? You know, because we hear a lot of like, "Oh, it's a safe space," creating a safe space for people to come and talk to us. You know, but sometimes it's not going to feel safe, even if that's the the decision that is um, going to create expansion and opening and bigness and newness and growth. Right, growth is really what we're talking about. So. Checking in with yourself of how you feel in your body when you visualize it and and, and and letting yourself sit with the decisions and really trust whatever you feel called towards, even if it doesn't make sense, because oftentimes our intuition calls us towards things that don't always make sense, but we got to trust the process. And, you know, everyone's risk threshold is a little bit different, you know, um, of how willing they are to speak their mind or take up space or make a decision or take a leap, right? Whatever a leap of faith looks like for you. So there's a great, um, one of my goddess oracle cards. I actually don't remember which one it is. I think it might be Lakshmi, Lakshmi. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. But it's talking about worrying. And she, she is the goddess of milk and honey and abundance and all things are possible. And she has this beautiful line of talking about how all projections... Oh, here, I found it. I'm just going to read it to you. It's this little insert about a bright future, and that's kind of the theme that I wanted to bring in for this podcast episode. So it's Stop Worrying. Everything is going to be fine. This is a kind universe, and everyone within it is working in your favor. There are no tests, blocks, or obstacles in your way except your own projections of fear into your future. Take a moment and hush your mind, quieting it from worries and fears. Feel me brush your brow with the new energy of faith, hope, and optimism. These energies fuel your exciting present time, as well as all future moments. Why would you wish darkness upon yourself when light shines all around you? Step into the brightness by lightening your thoughts and feelings. You must stop worrying as this anxiety squelches the goodness that seeks to find you. Clear your heart of fear and replace those energies with one that will serve you and your family instead refuse to think of anything except your bright today and tomorrow. And I promise you it's, it shall be. Okay. And so trusting that you are protected, trusting that you are guided, and it's not about ignoring the reality of what is, it's more about not fighting the reality by projecting fears onto your future when you don't even have evidence of that being the case. Cause this is the ego trying to protect us, but it's filling our mind with all these possible worst case scenarios. And it's up to us, To learn how to redirect and ask, okay, well, then what would be the best case scenario? You got to let your mind go there. What could be the best possible thing that could happen? What is it that I actually want? And being able to get clarity on what you actually want is so important. And so many people restrict themselves from asking for what they want because they're afraid that it wouldn't happen. So they try to protect themselves from... You know, disappointment or, or failure or whatever else, um, but that keeps you in this really middle ground of not experiencing any highs. But the protection part as to why we do it is we don't feel any lows. But isn't it worth it to, to get uncomfortable a little bit to lean into the things that really bring you joy in order to experience those highs? Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest though, it does open you up to the deepest of lows, but that's allowing you to experience the full spectrum of life, and so. It's, it's really helpful to kind of think of it as the scale of like noticing that you're going to go up and down the scale all the time. Obviously, we want to be able to go up the scale and be in that state of joy and excitement and ecstasy and all these things that life does have to offer. But if you ever find yourself in a state of depression or a state of worry or anxiety or confusion or sadness, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's a signal. It's it's emotions that are being processing. It's normal. And so I think it's important to remember that you're allowed to feel that way. And it's not about lying to yourself and saying you feel something when you don't. It's about projecting hope and love and abundance and possibility and miracles into your future when you think about the days ahead. And if thinking about the days ahead is too difficult because you it, it feels so heavy or it feels sad or it feels dark, and focus on what's right in front of you. And that's why they say, you know, all your power is in the present moment. Allowing, you to, allowing yourself to come back into the present moment and ask yourself, what is true? What do I actually know is true? Because oftentimes our mind will be like creating stories to protect ourselves or worry, especially if there's transitions or whatever else. But it's our job to bring ourselves back you know, lasso your mind. Imagine, you know, you go fishing, you got to reel it back in. Whenever your thoughts pick up speed in a direction that isn't serving you, reel them back into the present moment and focus on what is in front of you right now. You have permission to be anywhere that you are. And it's important to know where you are emotionally so you can navigate to where you want to go. That's why I'm such a big believer in, um, advocate of of journaling, because sometimes I don't, I I think I know, I think I know how I'm feeling. But once I start to actually write it down, that's when I can start to process it. And I get to see it in a different way. And I get to hear it in a different way, because I'm reading what I'm writing. And it's just such an invaluable tool to connect and create that deeper relationship with yourself. So you can learn to trust yourself. So you can create a deeper level of love and respect for yourself. Um, So then when big decisions do come up, you you can trust yourself. You can trust that you'll figure it out, right? We don't always know what the circumstances are going to be or what a surrounding environment is going to look like or how people are going to react or respond, but we can create harmony within our own reality. We can create that sense of contentment. And you know, sometimes it's allowing yourself to come into a space of neutrality. That's definitely something I've had to practice a lot is you know, when I'm, there isn't necessarily something wrong, but there isn't necessarily something great. It's just finding yourself in a state of feeling neutral. And when you find yourself in a state of neutral, if you can bring yourself to a state of neutral, um, taking a moment for gratitude, right. Of looking around you right in right now in this present moment. And is there one thing that you can look around and be like, wow, I'm really grateful for that really grateful for that. Even just practicing expressing gratitude, gratitude towards the people in your life, gratitude towards yourself, doing a little mirror work, right? Standing in front of the mirror, taking a couple deep breaths and affirming to yourself the things that you're needing to hear from the world right now. I love you. You're so lovable. You're so loving. I love your imperfect perfection or whatever it is you need to hear. Um, You're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to be here now. Whatever you're feeling is acceptable and lovable. Mm, take that in. I'm at like feeling those words. Whatever I am feeling is acceptable and lovable, right? I am in the process of feeling into alignment. I'm in the process of feeling my best. I'm in the process of growing. I'm in the process of expanding. I'm in the process of rising up. I'm in the process of finding my silver lining. I'm in the process of looking at this differently, right? If you ever find yourself looking at something, you're like, wow, that's a big shit sandwich and I do not know what to do with that and it does not feel good, right? You can, you know, how can I'm in the process of looking at this differently, right? You're allowed to give yourself space. And I think sometimes too, when we have um, a history of perfectionism, we're like never feeling like we're doing good enough, right? If you don't resonate with the word perfectionism, if you do resonate with never feeling like you're doing good enough or things are good enough, that's like another way to describe perfectionism. It's nothing's ever enough, you know and if you ever start to feel that catching your own one of the most powerful things in the self love journey is learning how to catch your own thoughts and redirect them and it's so um uh like undervalued or under I don't know how to describe it but It is such a big, incredible, pivotal point for different women that I've worked with, different women in Glow, but you can't see it. It It's not tangible. You can't touch it. Like, you know, it's this internal shift that only you and you know about when you start to realize you are thinking about your life, talking about your life, spending your own time in your life differently with more compassion with more grace, right? I think whenever we aren't doing well, the inner critic hypes up thinking that, you know, uh, criticism will motivate us into action. And sometimes it can, this feeling of like, oh, I better do something about this now or else it's going to be worse, right? You know, that can definitely move us into action. But grace and compassion and love and tenderness can move us into action so much better, so much faster. Um, And, in a way that is so much more sustainable. Because at the end of the day, that's what we all need. We want and need to be heard, to be seen, and to be loved. And that has to start within. Are you taking time to see yourself? Are you listening to yourself? Are you spending time with yourself? Are you giving yourself the things that you need? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you mothering yourself? You know, The whole thing around creating discipline is being disciplined with you and all the other parts of you. The unorganized, crazy part of you, the lazy part of you that just is like, wants to check out and watch TV, which oftentimes the self-criticism uses the word lazy, but it's not that you're being lazy. It's that something probably feels so overwhelming that it's easier to get some satisfaction through television, you know? There's nothing wrong with television. It's all about the amount of what we're doing, right? There's nothing wrong with food. There's nothing wrong with television. There's nothing wrong with, you know, marijuana or whatever. But if we're using it to escape something else, to avoid the fear of something, then there's an issue. And so this is when we get to, you know, take, we get to take account. We get to um, reflect. We get to take a moment to check in with ourselves. of, am I projecting fear into my future, Uh, Am I creating and projecting fear into my future that isn't actually true, that doesn't actually exist, that I am making up right now? You know, it's like, yeah, but this could possibly happen. How can you pull your power and be in this present moment and trust that everything is going to happen in perfect timing? And if you don't know how it's going to work out, then you don't need to know how yet. If you don't know yet, then you're not meant to know yet. You know, And so it's like, I'm in the process of getting answers. I'm in the process of figuring it out. And being able to ask yourself, what am I learning through this right now? What am I learning right now? All of a sudden, we're getting something from this experience when we can identify what we are learning, right? This is when journaling is really helpful because when I do this in a mental way, of just like, what am I learning? I'm thinking of myself. It's not nearly as impactful or powerful as taking the time to put pen to paper. It's so powerful. Um, Yeah. Okay. So how can you project love and possibility and miracles and, and beauty and love and acceptance and grace and compassion into your future rather than fear and worry? Okay. So I hope this podcast episode has supported you today and being your most optimistic self and being in, in allowing yourself to be where you are because wherever you are is perfectly okay it's okay. It's acceptable because I know that you're in the process. Oftentimes the universe will give us things that we don't like for the sole purpose of being able to self-identify what we want instead. Because if we don't know, um, if we know what we don't want, we know what we do want, you know? So Livy, for example, um, there's, there's a lot of examples with that one you know, dating, having a shitty relationship shows you what you don't want. So then it shows you what you do. Living in a shitty house shows you what you don't want. So then it shows you what you do, but you got to believe that you are capable and worthy and it's all possible to cause and create and receive and build all those things that you want. You know, the caveat, the little trick is, are you willing to be patient? Are you willing to trust the process? Are you willing to slow down? Because you're going against the cultural norms that have been set up for us, which demands instant gratification. I want it done yesterday. Overnight millionaire, right? All of these subliminal messages that try to make you feel like you're not doing good enough and you're not on time. You're not pretty enough. You're not successful enough. So it's our, we got to be really aware of what messaging, we are letting influence us subliminally. That's why it's like the music you listen to, the things that you invest your time into, the things that you watch, whether we like it or not, it, it influences us in some way. Um, and so just trust that anything you want is possible it, it and you get to have it all. Like I'm a big believer in that, that we get to have it all. I get to have it all. I get to have the business. I get to have the travel. I get to have the relationship and the love, right? I get to have it all. But I don't need it all right now. That's like going to the ice cream store and saying, I want all the flavors all right now. It'd be sick. I'd be sick and I wouldn't even enjoy it all. And so it's like, but taking the time, like think about when you get your favorite type of ice cream, it's like savoring it, slowly eating it, enjoying it, because you know, like even like licking the sides to make sure not a single drop goes on the ground, like that analogy of just savoring it. And so treating every moment like that versus rushing off to the next, savoring it, savoring every bit and knowing that you get to have all of it. You just are gonna have one at a time and that's okay. It doesn't mean you're behind doesn't mean that you're off it just means that you're in the process of learning something or sharpening something you want by experiencing something you don't um or maybe you're in the process of developing more resilience you know that's definitely been a theme for me is reminding myself of my own resiliency in between different emotional things and and holding my own hand to pull me up and also leaning on the people in my life opening up of the ways that I need love and support or just opening up and talking about things going on is so healing and so just remember yes we're on a self-love journey but we're not designed to do it alone i can guarantee you there's at least one person in your life that really loves you that would that that would listen to something that you're going through that would just hold space for you, right? And sometimes we need to instruct to people what we need, right? It's like, hey, can I vent to you for a minute? Or, hey, can can I open up about something that's been really upsetting? And like, I don't need your advice. I just need to be heard, right? I've had, that's a lot of, the, for me, it's a lot of the times of like, I don't want any advice. I just need to be heard. But if you really feel like you need to give me advice, then just ask me because I'm way more likely to receive it Um, if I'm asking for it or I've given permission for it, right? It's just, will you hold space for me? Whatever that looks like for you, give yourself permission to ask for it and then give yourself permission to receive it because I guarantee you hold space for a lot of other people in your lives. And there's so much more intimacy and trust and a deeper relationship that's actually developed when we allow ourselves to be seen and heard and held and loved in the heavier times in life, okay? So... You are loved, you are infinitely supported. Trust the process, trust the process. Why not you? Beautiful things are unfolding, why not you? Do you know what you want, honey? Do you know what you want, sister friend? Because that's an important step. Know what you want, be willing to ask for it, even if it's just a, a note in your journal and then lay it down and trust the process and notice the different doors that start to open and have the courage to walk through them, okay? sending you guys so much love um again i'm kelsey low and you are listening to joyfully You podcast um if you are on instagram you can come follow me at kelsey low show i'm always hanging out there and um uh, you love this episode and you know someone that needs to hear it send it to them or post it to your instagram story and tag me at kelsey low show um I, it, all the different ways that you guys promote it or share it like it really helps this the mission of joyfully you podcast and so i'm just so appreciative of all of you uh of, that have been a part of this journey of the show and even if this is your very first episode listening welcome i'm so happy that you're here um so all right i'm kelsey Log. you are listening to joyfully you podcast and i will catch you on the next episode